0: Welcome to the December episode of ONP Rising, an original podcast series produced by the American Academy of Orthotists and Prostatists. I'm Glenn Thompson, a newly certified prosthetist, orthotist, and regional development manager for Integra. I was honored when the Academy asked me to host this episode of ONP Rising as we celebrate the American Board for Certification in Orthotics, Prosthetics, and Pedorthics' 75th anniversary. With me today is Kathy Carter, longtime executive director of ABC. Kathy has served as the executive director of the American Board for Certification in Orthotics, Prosthetics, and Pedorthics since 2004. As such, she serves as the chief staff executive for ABC's activities on behalf of nearly 12,000 credentialed individuals and 4,000 accredited patient care facilities. Her responsibilities include strategic planning, leadership development, volunteer and staff management, and fiscal oversight. Additionally, she oversees credentialing, accreditation, and public relations activities. In addition to her responsibilities as ABC Executive Director, she has served on the CAA-HEP Board of Directors as a board member and in the capacity of treasurer since 2019. Welcome to the podcast, Kathy.
1: Thank you, Glenn. It's great to be here.
0: I'm excited to have you join me today as we honor ABC's legacy and learn more about what is on the horizon for ABC. Let's dive right in. Kathy, ABC was established in 1948 and has evolved consistently over the years. Today, ABC is the profession's comprehensive credentialing organization. ABC establishes and advocates for patient care and organizational standards for orthotic, prosthetic, and pedorthic services. That is quite a hefty responsibility. Was this the original mission of ABC, and how has that mission evolved?
1: Glenn, I have to tell you that the history geek in me had a lot of fun preparing for our 75th anniversary by looking back at our history. The saying, the more things change, the more they stay the same, that could describe us. It's really amazing, I think, to see how the writers of ABC's original mission had so much insight into the profession and created a set of goals for ABC that are still relevant today. The ONP profession proposed for itself the creation of standards of education, experience, and ethics that set a high level of values and guidelines. ABC's founders spoke to several aspects of the profession, including things like encouraging and promoting high standards of workmanship, encouraging the maintenance of adequate facilities and the use of adequately trained personnel. They wanted to promote the welfare of the physically handicapped by establishing professional standards for those engaged in the fitting of what they called at the time, prosthetic or orthopedic appliances. They really wanted to ensure the facilities were clean and had the proper equipment and that they provided honest and proficient patient care. All of this work that they did and they talked about was designed to discourage unqualified people from practicing in the profession. And Glenn, if you look ahead 75 years and now, what is still important to the ONP profession? Standards for trained professionals, appropriate facilities, and ethical behavior. I think that's what's really still important today. One of the things the first mission spoke about was conducting exams to verify whether those practicing in the profession met those professional standards, those new standards. Glenn about taking ABC certification exams. Our first certification exams were given in 1951 in New York City. By the end of that year, 51 applicants had passed the exam and become ABC certified. Today, we certify almost 12,000 people. The list of original bylaws objectives was so forward-looking as it called for ABC to collaborate with recognized educational and research organizations in order to develop constantly higher standards of service and competency. Having recently been through World War II and some of them World War I, both of which as created improvements in ONP patient care, they knew that advances in technology, materials, and patient care techniques would constantly evolve. And they wanted ABC to constantly and continuously work to keep our standards high. We're proud of our relationships with today's education and research communities that that continue these objectives. And lastly, I would also want to mention that our founders called for the issuance of certificates. I love the way they said that. And to make those certificates a recognized mark of merit. From the records that they left us, you can tell that they really strongly believed that the profession needed to work on recognition of trained professionals, that the ABC credential was an actual mark of prestige used to testify to the worthiness of the person or facility. They really wanted patients, caregivers, referral sources, and payers at that time to know about ABC's credentials. We still call the ABC newsletter the mark of merit to honor this part of ABC's founders' objectives. And if I may, a total side note here, we're now doing the Mark of Merit newsletter solely in digital format, so if you're used to the printed copy, be sure to look in your email for the new digital version. So commercial over. Back to those original mission goals, they are still part of our current mission. We create standards and seek to raise those standards as appropriate administer exams to individuals and survey patient care facilities. We enforce a code of professional responsibility and communicate the importance of the ABC credentials. I think there's really no doubt that our mission has evolved. It now covers more than orthotists and prosthetists. It extends to pedorthists, assistants, technicians, and fitters. We've also expanded the work we do to fulfill our mission. We work closely with our OMP partners on advocacy, reimbursement issues, and recognition of the profession. I personally think that ABC's founders would be proud. I think they'd be really proud that their original mission is still protecting patients and enhancing the OMP profession. As you can see, they were so forward looking that their mission is still relevant today.
0: Absolutely. I really appreciate you taking the time to dive into. Such a deep discussion on the history of abc i think as a young practitioner and it's easy to not understand how far we've come as a profession and i appreciate you expanding on that and explaining the scope of practice that abc has now as opposed to when it started while maintaining the same mission that they set out to create during that discussion you mentioned standards what is abc's approach to determining patient care and organizational standards
1: Let's see, when I talk to people about how we create standards for the provision of patient care and the facilities where that care takes place, I like to make sure that they know that it's subject matter experts. For example, orthodists, prosthetists, technicians, business owners, whatever the group is, they are the foundation of all of our work on certification, recertification, and facility accreditation standards. Our committees and board of directors are made up of members of the profession who are familiar with best practices. Each type of our standards development has a formal process it undergoes. Our mission of patient protection is really the foundation of all of our work on standards. It might begin with ABC staff, a task force, maybe a committee, or any combination of those resources. But once it's past the development or revision stage, the Board of Directors reviews and approves all new or revised standards. I think the most important takeaway here is that our work on standards relies on subject matter experts from within the profession and always has the goal of patient protection.
0: Yeah, that is really important for our profession. And it's good to know that our accrediting organization makes that such a high priority. ABC has done a lot to bring awareness to the orthotics, prosthetics, and pedorthic profession to those looking to enter an allied health profession. Can you share a bit about the What Is Pop campaign?
1: How long is this podcast? I can talk about What Is Pop all day long, but I promise that I won't. But I would like to tell you a little bit about it because we love this initiative. What Is Pop is the campaign that ABC has embarked on to increase awareness of the prosthetic, orthotic, and pedorthic profession among Gen Z. Those are high school and college age students, as well as second career individuals that are interested in healthcare, technology, creativity, and helping others. Our secret weapons in this initiative are the ambassadors who are promoting prosthetics, orthotics, and pedorthics in all kinds of places. Thank you, Glenn, for being a pop ambassador and being one of the video stars on the What is Pop website. It's really great to have you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I really enjoyed being a part of this campaign. I think as a young practitioner who's really passionate about organizational and professional advocacy uh, this was a great avenue for me to share what makes me so passionate about being an orthotic and prosthetic professional and allow myself to encourage others to hopefully join this amazing profession so thank you for having me and feature me in your videos
1: oh thanks glenn it is really so fabulous to have people like you involved with spreading the word about this profession. I just recently had an ONP master's degree program tell me that an applicant to their program, someone who wants to go to a graduate ONP program, told them that they became interested in ONP after seeing the videos on whatispop.org. So we think it's working. We are so excited to see that kind of outcome from this project. And as we've gotten our ambassadors involved in all kinds of different events, we have conferences for. Science teachers, STEM events for kids, health profession student associations, career counselor events. We've done virtual and in person health fairs and career fairs. Our ambassadors have even gone back to their high school or college and given talks on OMP careers. There are so many opportunities out there to inform others about a career in OMP. Also, I wanted to mention that for those who don't know, residents can do an OMP career awareness presentation. To meet the ENCOPE residency professional activity requirement. So let us know if we can help you out with that. And speaking of helping you help us to help people spread the word about ONP, we have a really great ambassador toolkit on the ABC website. That's abcop.org that anyone, a formal ambassador like you, Glenn, or anyone in the profession interested in reaching out to their community can use. The toolkit is 100% free to use, and we have both English and Spanish resources. The toolkit, I think, can really help out because it has talking points. It has a PowerPoint presentation, guest speaker ideas. We've written a bunch of social shares and templates that you can use, email templates. There's even a Zoom background. You name it, we have it. All kinds of tools to make talking about orthotics, prosthetics, and pederethics even easier. We're very active on social media and we're always seeking new opportunities to raise awareness. So if any of our listeners know of any activities that we should be participating in, I hope that they'll let us know. We've found through our research, whether for good or for bad, that orthotics, prosthetics, and pedorthics is like a million cool jobs that a lot of people have never heard of. We're patient care providers, technicians, faculty members, researchers, educators. We have backgrounds in many different academic disciplines. We practice in many different settings, so we specialize in many different patient care facilities. And while a lot of people may not have heard of us yet, we are bringing awareness every time an OMP student, resident, or professional, whether a formal ambassador or not, talks about OMP as a great career. I really hope all of our listeners will check out the Ambassador Toolkit on abcop.org and help us tell the story of this great profession. You can't miss the logo for the campaign on our homepage. And looking at different websites, I encourage everyone to check out the What Is Pop website at whatispop.org and be sure to share it with others. If any of our listeners would like to join our 100-plus ambassadors like Glenn, they can go to whatispop.org and contact us to learn how they can get involved in the campaign.
0: Thank you for sharing that. As I mentioned, it is truly something I enjoy being a part of this campaign. And it's good to know that you have those resources available on the website for other people who are interested And then Hopefully we can encourage more people like the student you mentioned to join this amazing profession. So you've had quite a long tenure at ABC and shepherded the organization through both stormy times and substantial growth. First and foremost, on behalf of the profession, thank you for your dedication and stewardship. As someone so tenured, what do you feel is the most pivotal moment in ABC's history?
1: Thanks, Glenn. I can't tell you how much I enjoy working at ABC with our team. We have an amazing team. When I think about the most pivotal moment in ABC's history, it's really hard to limit it to just one. So if you'll allow me to tell you about the couple of different concepts that really came to mind. First, I think the creation of ABC was in itself a significant moment in the history of the prosthetics and orthotics profession. Prior to the establishment of ABC, limb and appliance making and fitting were mostly viewed as a trade, learned on the bench from a family member or maybe a seasoned mentor. There were no standards or formal qualifications to enter the trade. The founders of ABC recognized that to be viewed as a profession, not a trade, standards would need to be created and maybe even mandated this was a pivotal moment and I think the beginning of a long-term maturation process for our profession just recently when we celebrated our 75th anniversary a long-standing abc certified practitioner said to me congratulations without abc ONP would still be leg makers and brace makers and not the professionals we are today I can't tell you how proud I was to hear that When all you want to do is raise the standards to which a profession voluntarily holds itself, it's really great to hear someone recognize the accomplishments of that mission, especially somebody inside the profession itself. The second thing I think is pivotal is that ABC has mandated formal education in prosthetics and orthotics. This happened over many decades, but was fundamental in moving the profession forward, By moving from requiring a high school diploma to an associate's degree, to a bachelor's degree, to the current requirement of a master's degree in prosthetics and orthotics, our educational requirements for practitioner certification have been critical to raising the standards of the profession. And along those same lines, in the mid-1980s, like many other allied health certification boards, we began mandating continuing education in order to renew your certification. This is hard to imagine today, but prior to this, the certificates didn't have an expiration date and there was no required continual learning. You and I, Glenn, both know that healthcare is constantly changing. Mandating continuing education ensures that the certified professionals keep up with new advancements, new protocols, and patient expectations. The last pivotal moment that comes to mind is that in the mid-1990s, the ABC Board of Directors had the vision to establish an in-person survey for OMP practice settings as a requirement for facility accreditation. ABC's in-person survey requirement was put in place more than a decade before CMS made accreditation mandatory, along with an every-third-year in-person survey. I think that ABC's foresight to require that a facility be inspected in person to assure it was appropriate for patient care was an important part in establishing the professionalism of all ABC-credentialed caregivers. This was certainly a pivotal moment in our history and reflects back to our 1948 mission. So those are the couple things that I see as really pivotal in our history.
0: Thank you for sharing those pivotal moments, Kathy. It's good to know that our orthotics and prosthetics profession has evolved over the last 75 years to maintain our seat at the table with the other allied health professions. ABC has grown so much since its inception, and I'm sure our listeners are curious to learn what is on the horizon for ABC. Do you mind taking some time to share what is on the horizon?
1: I'm sure you can imagine that after accomplishing so much in our first 75 years that what we're really ready for is a long nap. No, seriously, we're really excited for the next 75 years. I do think that our primary focus will be on certifying individuals, accrediting OMP patient care facilities and talking about the importance of those ABC credentials to all kinds of groups such as referral sources, payers, other members of the allied health community. We'll continue to enforce the code of professional responsibility. Uh, We'll be constantly monitoring advances and changes in the profession and ensure an appropriate scope of practice for each level of credential. We're working with the OMP Alliance to advocate for state and federal policy to improve the practice of ONP and quality of services provided to patients. And we have a lot of other things on the horizon too. We're reinvesting into the profession by offering scholarships, resident travel awards, and student poster prizes. We're providing textbooks to students. We're looking at identifying and reducing barriers of entry to the profession, such as the length of time from starting school to certification. And as I mentioned earlier, we're focusing on the What Is Pop Career Awareness Project to ensure future workforce development. The OMP patients of the future deserve for us to do our very best in this area. Overall, I think it'll be a very exciting and fulfilling future.
0: Yes, I'm equally as excited. As somebody who has been certified for a little under five years, I've already seen the amazing growth that our profession has had in that short amount of time, so I can only imagine what is in store for the next seventy-five years. Thanks again for joining us, Kathy, and thanks to everyone for listening to the episode of ONP Rising. Join us each month as we continue our conversation with seasoned ONP professionals as they share candid insights on topics relevant to those interested in starting on the right foot when it comes to a career in ONP. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And don't forget to check out the Academy's other podcasts for OMP professionals, the award-winning OMP Research Insights with Dr. Steve Gard and OMP Clinical Insiders with Academy Scientific Society's Chair Seth O'Brien, a podcast created for conversations on specific areas of clinical care. For more information on the American Academy of Orthodists and Prosthetists, visit us online at OMP.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.